faith. What is it? Being sure of our hope. Convinced of what we can't see. By faith, we understand the world was set in order at God's command. By faith, Abel offered God a greater sacrifice than Cain. And for his faith, God commended him as righteous. By faith, Noah trusted God and constructed an ark for the deliverance of his family. By faith, Abraham was willing to sacrifice Isaac, his only son, believing God would still fulfill his promises. By faith, Moses chose to be mistreated with the people of God rather than enjoy sin's fleeting pleasure. By faith, God's chosen nation crossed the Red Sea on dry ground and praised him as it swallowed up the Egyptians. By faith, Rahab the prostitute escaped destruction because she welcomed the spies in peace. Time will fail me if I tell of Gideon, David, and the prophets. By faith, they administered justice, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire. But others were imprisoned, murdered, and wandered in deserts, mountains, and openings in the earth. We are surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses. So get rid of every weight, of every sin, and run. Run with endurance the race set before us. Your eyes fixed on Jesus. He is the champion and guide of our faith. For promised joy, he endured the cross, thought nothing of its shame, and having risen again, has been handed his deserved glory at the right hand of the throne of God. Good morning, everyone. Um, it's so amazing just to see all of you guys again, just uh, being able to to spend some time worshipping and uh, being with some of you guys on site today is really awesome for you guys at home. Um, it's really a blessing uh, to be able to preach to you today, and I'm hoping that 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 God will speak to you through my word um, today. So um, I'm Andre. Um, I'm married to Janine. And uh, we currently have one baby girl uh, that uh, that's running around the auditorium at the moment, most probably. Um, she's the loud one in the church nowadays, I, I see. And uh, uh, we are those parents at the moment. So, um, yeah, very excited. And, and then, yes, like, like uh, Lindsay and Richard shared some time ago, um, we are blessed that we have been, um, we are pregnant again and that we are expecting our second baby girl, um, in, in Feb. So uh, very exciting. God is really blessing us and we're looking forward to, to just sharing them with you guys as well. Um, so just a couple of pointers, um, that, or not pointers, some takeaways from Craig's preach last week. Uh, he, Craig preached around on God and changing and he said that it doesn't matter how bad things are going, um, one thing remains and, and, and that is God. God is your solid point. God is unchanging. He said three things. He said God is unchanging in our circumstances. Um, doesn't matter what we're going through. God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. If He t- helped 
the Israelites through through uh, the the river, then um, then he will help you through the, over your mountain as well. Um, he said that God is in unchanging in His nature, and then also he mentioned that God is unchanging in His plans. Right. So. Um, such an amazing preach and um, yeah I'm just gonna uh, want to build a bit on that a bit later and, and spend some time on that as well um, as I go through my preach so today we're gonna be looking around um, Elisha and we're gonna read the story of Elisha and the different miracles he performed and his actual faith um, through the entire thing how Elisha had this incredible faith um, through it so I'm going to start off by reading 1 Kings 19 verse 19 and and that will now display on the screen for you guys um, and and if you can just read with me 1 Kings 19 verse 9 things the story of where Elisha was anointed by Elijah so 1 Kings 19 verse 19 says so Elijah went from there and found Elisha son of Saphat he was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen and he himself was driving the 12th pair Elijah went up to him and threw his cloak around him. Elisha then left his auction and ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and mother goodbye, he said, and then I will come to you. Go back, Elijah replied. What have I done to you? So Elisha left him and went back. He took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He burned the plowing equipment to cook meat and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he set out to follow Elijah and became his servant. And we see here how Elijah actually was in this bad um, period um, where where he actually asked God, God, but take my life. Um, I don't want to live anymore. Uh, we, we, we see that it's dark times in Israel. The armies are surrounding Israel from everywhere. Um, they're busy killing off all the, the God's prophets. And now they they are busy going after Elijah, and Elijah just says, "I can't take it no more. Um, please take my life." But God tells Elijah that there's seven thousand people that I've kept for myself, seven thousand um, that has not bowed the knee. Um, and He tells Elijah to go out and anoint three people. He tells Elijah that that he should go out and he should anoint Hazel as king over Aram. He tells Elijah to anoint Jehu, king over Israel. And then he tells Elijah to anoint Elisha as very close to each other. Um, so I need to be aware of the tongue twisters. But he tells God, God tells Elijah to anoint Elisha as the prophet will follow him up. So Elisha, um, Elijah then approaches Elisha and then he throws his cloak around him and he says, follow me. And we should remember that these were dark days and we see how Elisha literally left everything that he had. Um, he, I mean, he took the, the plowing equipment, he chopped down, made a big fire, a nice braai for everyone, and he, he slaughtered the auction and fed everyone. Um, and he literally left everything that he had um, behind. I mean, in, in these deep, dark times, that's, that's really, for me, already a big step of faith, being able to leave your constant behind and follow Elijah, which is my probably knows that everyone is is after this guy, and this guy's got a, I want to say, a bounty on his head to be killed. Um, you know, so very dark times. So today's preach for me is is around 
getting that same faith as Elisha had. Um, and, and, and I called my preach today ridiculous faith. Um, because I just, for me, it's just this a ridiculous amount of faith that Elisha showed in God and Elijah to be able to leave everything behind and follow Jesus. So we can all draw strength from people who have gone before us and who have shown us to proceed or perhaps not to proceed. I mean, it's very easy when you have an example. Um, I mean, if there's an example of, of, of how thing, a guy doing something and it actually worked, you follow the same recipe. You know, um, when you bake a cake, um, if the cake rises every time, you're going to stick to that exact same recipe every time and make sure that your cake worked. Again, if someone failed at something, we also learn that lesson. We don't want to fail again. So we change things around. Make sure that we change the stuff so that we are able to succeed. Um, and yes, we do fail sometimes, but uh, we at least did something different. Um, there's a saying which says, if you don't change anything, um, don't expect a different outcome. And, 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 and therefore, we, we quite like, we, we draw strength from people who's gone before us. So there's something reassuring about the lessons learned from someone's successes or failures. So, some facts about Elisha. Elisha was a pupil and a successor of Elijah at around 851 BC. And he followed Elisha around for 12 years. And once he became prophet, he was prophet for 60 years. Um, we know that as a prophet, Elisha was a political activist um, and a revolutionary. So we know King Ahab's uh, wife, uh, Jezebel, at that stage was trying very strongly to bring the worship of Baals into Israel. And we see how Elisha continuously fights this, continuously stands against this, making sure that Israel uh, follows God. Um, and, and he fights for that uh, continuously. We also know that Elisha was involved of two of the three resurrections in the Old Testament. Um, I mean, one of them is so amazing. He was literally, he was dead, he was in his grave. And, and, and the third time, and, and when a new body was thrown into the same grave, when when the body touched his bones, it, the, the guy was resurrected. And, and it's just amazing the, the amount of faith he would have that a dead person was able to, to resurrect him. Um, we, we know that obviously the other one was Elijah when he re- resurrected um, the, the, the first person in the Bible. So, and then we also know that Elisha performed more miracles than anyone else in the Bible, um, except for Jesus. Um, just, just such a testimony of, of having faith and, and knowing wh- what your rock is, where, where you are and who you are and being able to, 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 to anoint this way. So Jesus says in Luke 9 verse 62, he says, no one puts a hand on the plow to the plow and looks back is fit for the service of the kingdom of God. And we see here how Elisha understood this. Um, Elisha literally burnt everything he had. Um, he made sure that there is no way for him to come back. Um, I mean, most probably we would leave something behind and make sure, okay, right, if this fails, then at least I know I'm coming back to something, um, making sure that, that everything is, is fine and I, I can continue in my old ways, you know, my backup plan. Um, but we see how Elisha had this faith and he literally left everything. He, he followed... Um, he followed this example by such a great, um, um, yeah, it's such a great example of how Elisha followed these words. 
And um, he follows Elijah and continues his work with him. So we further also read in Elisha how uh, in in Kings, sorry, how Elisha remained faithful to Elijah. Um, three times Elijah told him, "Go back, stay here. I need to move forward. God is calling me there um, uh, to a different place. Stay here, and uh, and 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 yeah, I will continue." But Elisha says, "No." Um, I made a commitment to you. I will follow you. Um, and, and he follows Elijah. Doesn't matter where he goes. Um, he follows Elijah for three times. Um, Elijah said, no, um, stay here. But Elijah has continued to remain faithful. And this is such a powerful lesson for me. Um, how, how he remained faithful. Um, and how we should remain faithful. God tests us every day. Well, God doesn't test. We are tested every day and we can choose. God gives us a choice. Follow me or don't follow me every day. And we need to every time choose to follow God. I mean, I think of an example of um, you driving down the highway and uh, all of a sudden that guy with the fancy brown clothes jumps in front of you and says, stop, pull over. And you pull over, you know that you, you've been speeding. Um, and, and the first thing that goes through our heads is, okay, right, um, can I bribe this guy? Or, or how can I get out of this? I, I don't have the money to pay, pay this fine, you know? But, and, and the question is, where is our faith? Um, we need to make sure and we need to choose God in everything we need. We need to make the right choices. Yes, let's take the fine. I don't have the money, but let's, let's wait for God. To actually give us the outcomes in that, um, to 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 show us this new miracle, what He's got planned for us. Um, if we've been wrong, let's accept that and and let's do what God would have done. Um, yeah. So uh, we continue to read about all the different miracles that Elisha performed during his time on earth, and he obviously started with when he needed to go back um, through the Jordan River, how he took the cloak of Elijah hit the water and the Jordan departed and he was able to um, move through the Jordan River. Um, we also see of uh, the, the widow's well, how, uh, how she came and she said, I, I only have this this much um, well and how am I going to care for my family? And and Elisha said, well, let's let's multiply this oil and he multiplies through his faith he multiplies this oil and the widow is actually able to to pay off all of her debts um in that sense we also see um how he tells the shumanite women that um next year this time you will be pregnant and you will bring a boy into to the world and so we see how he he makes it or well his faith um leads to this woman being pregnant and and then this boy goes on and he grows up and all of a sudden he starts having these massive headaches and not long he, he passes away and here we see how how Elisha actually goes and he resurrects this boy um and just just through his faith alone um and 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 we see all these miracles um through Elijah's faith so in our life group at the moment, we are working through the parables of Jesus. Um, it's so amazing to, to actually read God's words. It's God's own words that he's speaking in the Bible. And one of the things that, that we've gone through is, is that where Jesus says that if you have the faith of a mustard seed, this small mustard seed, you will also be able to move 
that mountain. You'll be able to tell that mountain move and it will move. And I'm just so reminded that that we can also have this faith that Elisha said. Jesus said we will do greater things than him. And we just now read that, that Jesus is, is, is the only one that performed more miracles than Elisha. So we need to have this faith that we can do this as well. Amen. So how do we go about feeding our faith? And to understand this, we need to know what is faith. So faith is to have complete trust or confidence in someone or someone. Now, for me, having faith starts by knowing what your rock is um, and, and making sure that God is your rock. So I'm an engineer by trade. And uh, for me, it's all about the foundation. Are you spending the time to make sure that the foundation is strong? The more time you spend on it, the more water you give it while it's just standing there, the stronger it gets and the, the, the better it gets, you know. Um, and, and when that wind blows, your foundation is strong. God is your rock. You need to make sure that God is your rock and that you continuously build on this faith. Um, yeah, so uh, there's an Afrikaans song which goes, Die dwaase man bouw op sand. Um, and, and it, it says also that the, the, the wise man bows his head And, uh, in translated into English, it says that the foolish builds his hands on, uh, his house on the sand. And we know that when the rain comes, the, the foolish house, um, falls down. But the wise builds his house on the rock. And you need to build your house on the rock and make sure that it's strong. God is your rock and continue to build your house on the rock. That's how you're going to build your faith, stronger and stronger. So building your foundation may take some time. I mean, there's a house going up next to me and, and it almost looks like everything is happening. And then they cast the foundation and then it seems like nothing's happening, you know. Um, just the guy standing there with a sprayer on a daily basis, making sure that it's wet. And we see how building your foundation strong takes time. Um, you need to make the effort. Yes, it's below ground. No one sees it, but you need to make the effort to make sure it's strong enough. We see how Elisha did this for 12 years. 12 years, he followed in the shadow of Elijah every day, just building his foundation, making sure that it's stronger and stronger. And he was the anointed one. I mean, surely he thought he can, he can go on. But no, he understood that God is his rock and he needs to build on his rock and make his foundation strong. So what are you building your faith on? Are you building it on material things or are you building it on the rock? Amen. So the word rock. So rock, um, the word rock in relation to God is used 24 times in Psalms alone. Um, we see in Psalm 18 verse 2, where David says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and my horn of salvation. Psalm 18 verse 31. For God is, for who is God besides the Lord? Who is the rock except our God? 18 verse 46. The Lord lives. Praise be to my rock. And there's many more that we can see. Psalm 28 verse 1. To you, Lord, I call. You are my rock. Psalm 62 verse 2, truly he is my rock and my salvation. And there's many more in the Bible of that. How God is just this amazing rock to everyone. So the word rock is associated with strength and stability. Um, and, 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 and this is just where I want to get to, to, to God's, uh, to, to, to Craig's preach as well, that God is unchanging. 
God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. God is the strong foundation that we need to build, this constant that we have in our lives that's just crazy at the moment. And we need to continually build on this rock, this faithful rock. Um, also that God is our refuge. I mean, when when uh, we we are struggling, um, we need to know that we will be protected and we need we we can hide in the cleft of the rock like Moses did um, when 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 God showed his faith. But God protects us from these things. So what do I do to gain more faith? Uh, we all heard the saying that trust is earned. So how do you earn trust um, from someone? I mean, if you walk into your your office tomorrow, uh, first day on the job, the boss is not just going to give you the keys and say, look, here's my keys uh, to the office, here's the paycheck, sign, please make sure that everyone is paid um, um, and, and look after my business for the f- first month or while I'm on holiday. No, um, he's going to start small. He's going to give you small tasks and every day he's going to trust you more and more and more as you start delivering on these promises. And the same way we need to, to, to build on this faith. Start small. Small steps move forward um, the same way. Also, we can lose our faith. I mean, if someone has disappointed you, um, you don't necessarily start at zero again. You actually start at minus two, you know, um, to, to start gain, gaining that faith back from that person. Um, and, and like that, we need to continuously, continuously just build on our faith. Amen. So we see um, how Elijah was uh, taken up um, and, and where Elisha then, then uh, started these things. So, so Elijah was taken up into heaven and only his cloak was left behind. And Elisha, looking at this cloak, took the cloak and he had such faith that when he went to the Jordan River, he hit the water, his faith was there that this river is going to open and the river opened. And that's just where, where his story started. From there, he had all these other miracles that he, that he continued to do. So, like I say, someone can lose his faith. And the devil will come and he will attack you. Um, and it's very difficult um, to stand it. And and when that happens, there's, um, I received a, a WhatsApp message some, some, some time ago. And this WhatsApp message had, had the seven promises of God on them. And I just want to share those seven promises of God with you. So that next time when, when you come and, and you're feeling weak and it feels like your foundation is not going to hold the house, um, remember the seven promises of God. So the first promise that God gives us is he says, I will be with you. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, So do not fear, for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you in my righteous right hand. Again, Isaiah 43 verse 2 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep you over. So God says, I will be with you. doesn't matter what you're going through. God is here on your right hand side. You know, God will be with you. Number two, I will protect you. But the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 3. Isaiah 54 verse 17 says, No weapon formed against you will prevail. And you will refute every tongue that accuses you. Such an amazing verse. I mean, when the devil comes, how quickly are we able to throw this verse? eh? Um, God says, I will protect you. Number three, I will strengthen you. Deuteronomy 20 verse 4. And I want to just go through these things quickly um, uh, because of time. So Deuteronomy 20 verse 4. So for you, for the Lord our God is the one who goes with you 
to fight for you against your enemies and give you victory. Exodus 15 verse 2, the Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him, my father's God, and I will exalt him. Amen. So I will be your strength. Number four, I will answer you. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Again, when I'm afraid, when I'm in distress, I call to you because you answer me. Psalm 86 verse 7. Number five, I will provide for you. And and uh, I just love this one as well. So, so it says, Luke 12 verse 24 says, Consider the ravens, do they do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them every day. Um, and we just know that, that I need to build my faith on God. What God tells me to do now. Don't store up um, godly things. Don't leave your oxen and your plowing equipment behind so that, so that when you come back at least you've got this thing. No. If God tells you, move that way. Have the faith to follow Him. And in everything you do, God will provide for you. God says, and this is number six, he says, I will give you peace. Isaiah 26 verse 3, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. And then John 16 verse 33, I've told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Amen. And then the last one, which is just also so amazing for me, is it says, I will always love you. And it starts off by John 3 verse 16, where he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Um, also, you can go and read 1 John 4 verse 16. But for me, it's so amazing that, um, like we re- read in Romans, that it says it's easy for me, well, it's difficult already, but I would still give my life for someone that's doing good, you know. But I'm not too sure if I'll give my life to someone that is my enemy. And uh, and we see, yeah, how God actually takes his son, his only son, and gives it for, for people who's evil at the, on this earth, so that myself and you can have eternal life. So God says in number seven, I will always love you. If he did this, he will continue to love you. Amen. So... I wanna, I wanna just encourage you if, if you were able to, to write down this list, it would have been good. Um, yeah, it's, uh, if, if not, maybe just go back, um, go and watch the preach online, just go back on the video a couple of clips and just write down these things. Put them on your fridge, put them on, um, on your office desk, um, and every time when the devil comes and attacks you, read these things, read these seven promises of God. And stand fast. Let's continue to build our faith on a daily basis. Let's start small and continuously increase, increase our faith. Amen. So, thank you very much, everyone. Um, I hope you all have a blessed day. Let's continue to work on our faith. Um, let's continue to grow spiritually. And, and yes, remember that when things are going get tough, the tough gets going. Eh? Um, God is with you. God is behind you. His, his angel armies are surrounding you. Um, so when we go out into, into the world, let's attack this world face on and continue to grow our faith. Amen.